0: A Summit County judge goes into quarantine after visiting Italy, just as a precaution. A union says the Cuyahoga County Detention Center is dangerous and understaffed. And backers of a campaign to make voter registration easier in Ohio get dealt a big blow by the state's ballot board. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Tuesday, March 3rd. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. The hottest story of the first quarter of 2020 seems destined to be the China coronavirus. And even though Northeast Ohio has yet to see a case, it's what we are talking about. First, Summit County Common Police Court Judge Allison McCarty has been quarantined because she just got back from Italy, where the virus is spreading. McCarty and her husband were there for more than a week and arrived home Sunday, and she thought it would be a good idea to go into a self-imposed quarantine. Second, Cleveland.com's Emily Bamforth details how schools are preparing for outbreaks, with the state directing schools to clean more thoroughly and advise people who are sick to stay home. Any decisions to close in an outbreak would be up to the school's. And Cleveland.com's Mary Kilpatrick put together a list of what you should have in your virus protection kit, including cold medicines, extra food, diapers, and of course, a thermometer to measure any fever. Check out all of the coronavirus content on Cleveland.com. The Cuyahoga County Juvenile Detention Center has been the site of a riot, fights, and general discontent. And on Monday, about 30 members of Laborers Local 860 demonstrated there to protest what they say are unsafe conditions and too few guards. A union rep said the center is down 10 to 20 officers over the past eight months and is out of compliance with state regulations for timely training of the officers. The demonstration did come as the union negotiates a contract, so do keep that in mind as you think about the veracity of these complaints. The demonstrators were part of the union, but detention officers did not participate for fear of retaliation. The detention center responded with a three-page statement that is more about the contract negotiations than it is about the safety of the center. Backers of a campaign that would expand Ohio's voter access laws were dealt a pretty devastating blow on Monday after the Ohio ballot board voted to break the measure into four separate parts. Cleveland.com's Andrew Tobias reports the ballot board's Republican members ruled the proposed constitutional amendment was actually four separate topics. That means the amendment campaign would have to collect 1.7 million signatures, or four times as many, from 44 of Ohio's 88 counties. They would have to do that by July in order to get their proposed amendment on the November ballot. This is the push to automatically register Ohioans to vote when they get or renew a driver's license and let people register to vote and cast a ballot on the same day. Organizers say they might appeal the decision of the ballot board, which voted 3-2 to along party lines. Separately, the ballot board approved the wording of a constitutional amendment to toughen up term limits in the legislature. That will allow organizers to begin collecting their needed signatures. New and renewed concealed firearms permits issued in Ohio dropped by more than 20% between 2018 and 2019, resulting in the fewest new licenses in nearly a decade. Last year, Ohio County sheriffs issued 54,426 new concealed carry permits and just under 78,000 renewals each decreasing about 21% from the previous year. The report noted that the denials were rare, 1,300 in total, a rate of less than 1%. The number of new permits has fallen in Ohio every year since 2016, when an all-time high of 117,953 were approved. One factor might be the election of President Donald Trump, a Republican, who said he has a concealed carry permit and favors the expansion of gun rights. Gun sales rose significantly under Trump's predecessor, Democrat Barack Obama, who pushed for greater gun control rules. In the 82 years that the National Weather Service in Cleveland has been keeping its official records at Cleveland Hopkins International Airport, 2020 ranks as the fifth warmest for average temperatures through January and February. Cleveland.com's Rich Exner reports the average was 34.7 degrees for the two months, factoring in daily highs and lows. That's nearly five degrees above the historical average. Having the last two Sundays be sunny and top 50 surely contributed. That's it for this edition of The Wake Up. Thank you for listening.